find myself often asking, how do I tell if I'm an adult? I've met older people that are immature and act like they're still in high school, so what does it take to be an adult? The best I could come up with is not dying before you turn 18. So I have a hard time identifying as an adult, especially since I still feel like a kid. That being said, I want to talk with other quote adults and learn from them. After all, the quickest and typically the most painless way to learn is through others. Somehow, we're adults. We are recording. Cody, when are we getting Wi-Fi? (laughs) (laughs) We need Wi-Fi. Listen, Colton has to use his hotspot to do what we're doing. And I don't get paid. So. <laughs> well, that that sounds like your problem. Well, that, that means you're going to get paid the most. Hey, 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 hey. We're not talking about pay right now, okay? <laughs> We're not talking about that. We don't need to talk about well, that. Well, I start shouting out some cash, man. It's $14,000, so if you pay me seven, I'll take the other seven, and we'll get Wi-Fi. $7,000. Just saying. Just saying. That'd be a really nice thing for you to do for the next people who rent here. <laughs> It just kills me. Like there's there's plenty of people down here. I don't I I, I mean dealing with anybody at the cable company uh for the, besides the one lady who seemed like she was understood everything, like most of them aren't even good at the one job of that that they're doing. Like when you call somebody, they're like, "Oh, you guys are serviceable." I'm like, "No, no, no I get what you're saying." <laughs> I get what you're saying. You're saying every house in this area is covered. Like like I imagine it's like it's almost like there's like a dot and then there's like a radius and they're the they're the dot and the radius and they're like as long as we encapsulate that radius of people then you guys can get Wi-Fi but I feel like they look at that and they're like yeah you're in our radius and it's like no 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 you guys have to have construction come out here and run cable down they're like oh well, then you have to pay for that I was thinking we just we just buy like ten thousand foot of coaxial and we'll run it ourselves down the telephone poles why don't we just keep calling them. We've and tried keep, that. It hasn't. No, no, no. Keep having service because they'll schedule a day for the service people to come out here, and we get it to the point where they've spent fourteen thousand dollars in sending service people out. Here. <laughs> It'll be idea. cheaper to just have them put it in than like have every them Monday. Every Monday, we, every Monday we'll call. We'll just rotate taking days off for them yeah. to show up. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? No trips next year. We got to get internet. Yeah. Every, every third Monday off for the next uh, 12 months. And, and then that way, that way, they're literally going to be like, okay, we've sent 17 technicians out there in two months. And then we'll be like, okay, maybe maybe it's in our best interest to, I, I, I'm assuming after like the third or fourth time, they would just like mark the, uh, the account as like not serviceable. But then we can get the other people that live around here that also don't have Wi-Fi to call too. Well, considering most of them are like 90, I doubt that's going to happen. Yeah. Well, well, Sid at one time was willing to, like, well, he was the only neighbor that was willing to, like, pull all all y'all's money he together. Be, but he's like an old dude with, with more money than he knows what to do with. Yeah, he, actually. Uh, and I'm a young guy that doesn't have any money but knows what I want to do with it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that, him living over there, he, um, he inherited all that from a friend. You're talking like, about a neighbor. Yeah, yeah, just, just so everyone knows, yes, yeah, nobody your, knows who your neighbor. Is. He lived in that house because his friend, like he, he retired. He did his work, got all his money. He built that place for himself, and then he passed. He didn't have family. He didn't have. He left an, to do his best friend. Leave it to, so he left right. it to his best friend. Right. It's like what you're gonna do if you died before Cody. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
unless I'm married, then then it's that's out the window. You, you get a dog and some debt. Which yeah. I, 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 plan, I plan on being married before I die, so that'll probably be what happens. Co- Cody oh, says, like, sorry, don't sorry, put the cart in front of the horse. Yeah. Co- Cody's saying, Cody's saying, like, make sure you have a house by then, so I can get something good out of this. I mean, actually, at the current moment, I think my beneficiary for all of my stuff is my brother. Shout out, just because at the time I was like, you know what? If something does happen to me, like. Give him a chance, you know. <laughs> but good luck, good luck, everybody. Your been, big brother gone. He's been doing things that um, I don't think he was responsible enough for that kind of money just out of nowhere. Like, you know, oh, my might, brother's dead. Now I've got thirty thousand dollars. I just, I should probably just blow it. Just keep in mind, your brother might listen to this. <laughs> oh, I know. Well, no, he's just young. He's got to figure life out. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying he's wrong. I would do the same tw- shit if I was in his position. He, but he just turned twenty-one. I mean, yeah. yeah. I didn't know shit about Dick when I was 21. I still don't know shit about Dick. That's what I'm saying. We think we think we got him one. That's the I mean that's the craziest part. I mean that's probably why I started the podcast. Is I'm just like you just one day you're just like you graduate high school and you're like, what the fuck? Like yeah, I can wait. What I have to pay? Like I get a W two. What? <laughs> What's a W two? Like I didn't. I, I, I don't even know what a W one. You know like. Yeah. <laughs> I, I missed A1, now I'm on like, W2, I don't get this. <laughs> remember, remember opening my first paycheck from work and realizing, because oh, like, so you, you like calculate it out, and you're like, I make this much an hour, so I'm going to have this much money, and you open it, and like, oh, the government took half of it. Yeah, like, yeah. fuck. You're like, oh shit, I'm going to get $300 for the first time ever handed to me, like, it's mine to play with, and then you get like 120 yeah. it's like, what? What's this shit? You used to you used to want an Xbox, and it'd be like $250, and you'd save up for like four or five months. And you'd finally get that two hundred fifty dollars in cash. I'm getting me a fucking Xbox. And I'd go to GameStop, get you an Xbox, and then in one week's worth of work, you can make enough to buy an Xbox. And like at seventeen, I was like, bitching, and I'm like, this is the coolest thing. And then you like you're like, I'm gonna get three hundred fifty dollars in this paycheck. And then the paycheck drops, and it's like, no, it's two twenty. And you're like, what? What? Wait, 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 why? Yeah. What did I do? And then what slowly, more and more people are like, oh yeah, by the way, you owe us money too. <laughs> Like, not just the government's going to take your money, but, uh, yeah. oh, you want to live somewhere? That's going to oh, cost the, the you. Oh, the car, the $4,000 car. You want to get to work? That's going to cost you, too. That, that money, the, the car that you had in high school that's falling apart now because you drove it like it was a race car for five years. Now you need a new one. But, like, and it's like, well, how do I get a new one? And then everyone's standing around, and you're just like, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you just don't know. You just get a, you get a car that you think is a, you know, like, you know, whatever, whoever's around you is typically who gives you the advice. Like you'd take your parents' advice and whatever your parents did, that's what you're going to do. Regardless if it's a good idea, you don't, you don't know. You haven't experienced buying a car, but Uh, ever. Essentially what we're getting at here is that high school, senior year, there should be a class you have to take about life. Yeah. Teaches you how to, you know, pay taxes, taxes, buy a house, buy a car. Yeah. Well, you you take, calm down. You're not old. There's no checkbooks anymore. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) So do I, but I've never used it. (laughs) When was the last time you wrote a check? I have wrote four checks in my lifetime. Okay. Well, here we are. (laughs) (laughs) Your mom and dad have probably wrote 10,000 checks. Have, um, have you guys ever, uh, you guys took economics senior year? Yeah. Had to. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Because I learned how to write a check then. Oh, White's grandpa's on me. I, I learned what it looks like to write a check. And then I, I I had somebody help me write one once. And so anytime I have to, I just flip back to the, the little um, receipt from that check. It? And I look at how I fill <laughs> it out the exactly last time. exactly what I do. It is exactly what I do. I just needed to fill one out right. I, didn't, I just yeah. had somebody help me. I had no concept I, of how to do it. That's, what it. 
That's what they need to do. It needs to come like with the first ones pre-filled out, so you know <laughs> how to fill out the chat. So you can just go back here. to that. <laughs> his, uh, his when I worked for his grandpa, he used to send me to the diesel place to get diesel, and he would just sign the check and give me a blank check, and he's like, "We'll just fill it out." And then the lady at the counter had to help me every time. Because I was like, I have no idea how to fill this out. And she's like, oh, no, no, honey, I got how, you. I'll, I'll teach a, you. <laughs> how weird of a concept are checks, though? I mean, it's it's not. I mean, it's it, same thing as a credit card. Yeah, but, but like, we grew up with technology. So, oh. like, we grew up with the idea that there's this plastic thing that links to your account. You know what I mean? It's like, now you can just set your phone on the thing and it pays Same thing, it. but it's paper. Yeah, it's it's the only difference thing. is you can write a bad check. You can't, yeah, yeah. Just, like, use a bad credit card. <laughs> Yeah, when you're out of money, well, your credit card goes. Nope, this is this. No, no, no. I'm saying anymore. you can have zero dollars in your account and write a check to somebody. Yeah, you can't. If you have zero dollars in your account, you can't use your card. Or if your card's maxed credit out, card. you can't. Well, that's like no, I'm the, saying. If it's maxed out, you can't use. That's it. why, like in the '80s and '90s, like check fraud became such a thing, is because people realized, like, oh, there doesn't actually have to be money here. I can just go and buy a couch well, that and leave the, with it that day. And that is the beginning. Three days later, of yeah, where credit cards probably came from. As long as you're out the door before they try to cash the check, you, you got your stuff for free and now your check bounces and now your credit shit yeah but think about the bank the bank's like oh we could actually just give them a little piece of plastic that says they have money and then they owe it to us on paper well, rather than having to go to a lawsuit essentially like a credit card is just a link to your bank account a secure link to your bank account and they just like you swipe it and there's technology links the two of you know, the person receiving money from the person giving money and all it does is link the two and it's a direct flow you know it's kind of a cool concept. I never really thought about it. Yeah, but nobody tells you about that either. Like you don't. You have to. You have to screw up bad yeah. enough having a credit card to figure that out for yourself. <laughs> well, that that because goes back to the having we, a class in high school. They should teach yeah, you the dangers exactly, of getting a credit card. Because it's one thing to use it like on stuff that you're already going to spend money. It's on. Not free money. Like, <laughs> you, you, if you're spending money, you're already going to spend, and that's how you pay it off. That's one thing, but. People don't always look at it like that, and they're just like, okay, so there's a limit on this, and as long as I make a payment every month, I can just keep racking it up. They get like a $15,000 limit yeah. credit card, and they're like, oh, I have $15,000 to spend, and then they go, and they don't realize that they didn't. Yeah, and then they forget that the interest is like 29%, and you're actually going to pay like $20,000 instead <laughs> of the five that you spent. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's why I, I spent five grand. My monthly payment's only but, thirty bucks. Yeah, but they don't tell you that. <laughs> they write it in this big long policy full of words that mean nonsense to normal people. And they give it to somebody who's like seventeen, they, who's yeah, like cross eyed, yeah, walks in, and like, I don't have to And they expect you to be responsible with it. It's like I don't even understand it. How am I going to be responsible with it? Yeah. And that's well, why they won't put a class in high school for it because they won't get away with and it. So, yeah. So you this can't is make thing. money if people don't know what the, if people the, know what they're doing. This is the problem, Wyatt. Is you have to have good parents to teach you those things, and if you have good parents to teach you those things, you end up better off in life than somebody who didn't have parents to teach them those things. So, like, I mean, I think a huge part of what school is is baby babysitting essentially. And I think that I've said it before. Like, I think once you get to high school, high school should be focused on transitioning you to be an adult. It should be focused on well, learning yeah, how to do general. I think there should be a mandatory. Like it's it's dumb that there's mandatory like science classes and math classes that you're never going to use again. But there's not a mandatory car maintenance class. Yeah, you learn how to change your tires and do shit. Like yeah, because because they're full of shit. They don't like, take mandatory all those how math to cook classes. At home. You're not always going to have a calculator. I'm at work. You know what? You know what happens when I need to add something up? 
Pull I always have a calculator. There is never not a calculator. <laughs> they were full of shit. Every single time they said, well, you're never going to have a calculator. Yes, I do. There's one in my pocket. Constantly. All day long. Yeah. Supercomputer. Yeah. If the calculator doesn't work, I can ask the world. All the encyclopedias like, <laughs> on your phone. Always up to date. Yeah. I think that's, that's the beauty of technology is you have every ounce of information available at your fingertips and we use it to like post pictures yeah, but, but look at that's also shit. the problem with, with, the, with like, technology is we don't need that much no, information all you, the time you have so I, you much you can't process no it. yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, uh, I don't remember what comedian said it one time but it was like you, you're a manager at Kohl's you don't need access to the entire world all the time you don't work for the president like you, it's just too much so it's close. too much yeah if if you would have gave manager at Kohl's, <laughs> if you would have gave like the brand new iPhone, you don't need to, to know what's going on in China. You can barely handle what's going on in your surrounding. If you gave the brand new iPhone to somebody from like the night, like gave Albert Einstein a fuck a brand new iPhone that could access our today's internet, you know what he could do with it. You know what kind of crazy shit would probably be available right now? And then... Cat videos. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's cat videos and porno well, and really like just nonsense. Benjamin Franklin was a little bit of a uh, scandalous man. Do you know him personally? No, like, like Colton, pull it up. He, he had oh, yeah, a no. lot of illegitimate children. He, yeah, he did, he did some pretty dirty shit. Yeah, he fucked a lot of people. But I, I agree with what you're saying because, like, at, at that point in time, they didn't have the internet. So if you wanted to learn that much information, you had to find it. You had to go out and look you had for to go it. To it a wasn't library. just right there at your fingertips. Yeah, you had to go to a library reader encyclopedia yeah. from 20 well, years ago. You don't. I don't have to learn anything because well, although Franklin was because all I have to do is search it. You know. You know. You don't have to retain any information. Benjamin Franklin had 13 to 80 illegitimate children. This myth has been around for a long. Okay, I lied. I'm full of a lot of a long, a lot of wrong things, but this is why Colton. This this is a product of reading things on the internet mm -hmm. and believing them. The internet knows all. He might not have had. He might not have had illegitimate children. He sired and he sired, sired. I I don't even want to read that anymore. He sired an illegitimate child before his 1730 wedding to Deborah Reed Rogers. There is no evidence that he had any. Okay, this is. I feel like this is one of those Google He's things. A vegetarian. That's why. I, I feel, like this, I feel like this is one of those... Ben was a vegetarian. False. <laughs> Read the next word, Cole. All I saw was vegetarian. I'm done. Yeah. Well, I, I think this is just... Everything, turn off all the electricity. Google. We're not using anything you came up Google with. Google controlling the information, okay? You gotta They're just trying to protect Benjamin Franklin because they gotta, use his electricity. You gotta use DuckDuckGo because it's not... No. <laughs> it's, a, it's a search and... No, if we Google the same thing 100 miles east, it'll be a completely <laughs> Benjamin, different answer. Benjamin Franklin didn't create electricity. That was Thomas Edison, right? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. It was Nikola Tesla. <laughs> Listen, I don't remember this it's shit. Nikolai. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Powerhouse of the cell. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just the super glad. Of no, no, I'm just super glad. That as a child, I learned the Pythagorean theorem instead of how to change my tires on my car. That is much more vital to me. I've I've Pythagorean theorem the fuck out of a lot of things. You know what I mean? Oh, like speaking of that class, teach people how to use chainsaws. Yeah, that's a that's a good. Go, that's go a ahead, Cody. Go ahead. Like everybody. <laughs> The floor is yours. Ryan, Ryan tried to cut my finger off with a chainsaw because I was teaching him how to use one. Not good at... See, I wish they would have taught me how to do it all the way. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just finish cutting all the way through. But instead, I know that the <laughs> mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Instead <laughs> of you having three finger Or three finger you know, On the hand, whatever. Yeah. Accidents happen. It's okay. 
You're Listen, learning. you... No, no, you learned more about that than I did. How not to cut somebody's finger off with no, a chainsaw? No, 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 no. You learned you never stick your hand where? Where you went and put your pecker. Okay. <laughs> and where do you put your hands constantly? You rubbed that top of your... your uh, t- tell everybody about Penelope. Penelope... Oh, Penelope's a, a like, 85-pound tortoise that I... How old well, is Penelope? Pen- Mr. Penelope. Mr. Penelope, yeah. He's a dude. But uh, he's a... 30 something I guess is what they ranged it at I don't know for sure I was going to take him to the vet but I haven't yet he is very large he is yeah he's, he's a he's a decent sized fellow he's like two foot long yep. like foot and a half wide and, and pretty stout they, they have like beaks yes and when they bite it's with an incredible amount of force that would take your finger off like like they eat through uh, well, a cucumber like it's non-existent eh, well I don't know if it'd take it off but it it definitely wouldn't feel good don't put your finger there but you've like like Taken food off of Penelope's mouth before in front of him. He had it all over his face. I was trying to help him. Yeah, no, sorry. When you were gone and I was taking care of him for you, I was not about to stick my hand that close to his face. Okay, well, it bit it bit just the other day because she was. It bit Yesenia. Yeah, she wasn't paying attention and she was it like luckily she didn't get like it wasn't like on her finger. It was like the side, like it bit where her finger was, but not like grabbed her finger. It just took off some skin. Yeah. But it's definitely not a place you want your hands to be. No, for sure. But I can still hand feed. Thirty-year-old African spur tortoises. Pay attention to where your fingers are. That's all. That's all. That's what it comes down to. Uh, they, but they used to teach. Uh, well, okay. So they used to teach that in high school. They, they used to have home ec, but it was geared towards the girls because they were being taught how to be good housewives. I thought, from what I've been heard, about home ec was just cooking it, it mostly was just cooking but they also taught them how to like yeah, that's that was where the whole like instead of having a class where you take the fake baby home and all that crap that's what home ec was they taught you how to take care of the kitchen and clean the house and take but care the, of your that baby. should be a mandatory class in high school yeah that should uh, guys girls everybody should take that class it because should, it, it's a damn shame that they don't teach teach kids valuable life lessons yeah. stuff that you're going to inevitably have to do as an adult they don't teach you in high school yeah, yeah. And how are you gonna, you're relying you, on their parents well, to teach them that when half the people that are going to high school have terrible home lives i think the most important thing would be to teach money but if they can't do that they should at least teach kids how to like when they have that accidental pregnancy that a lot of people are having because that's the fucking culture we live in now. Because they teach you in high school that sex is going to get yeah, you it's STDs. basically, yeah. Well, no. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, they okay, teach you that, but at the wrong. same time, everybody's like, "Who? how many people can I have sex with before we graduate? Like, right. So here's they this need thing to, I'm going to do, but I was told yeah. it's a bad thing, but I'm going to do it anyway. But if everybody had to take home ec, then when they graduate, they'd at least have some kind of an idea on how to take care of this child that they didn't plan for that they're, they're not right. gonna they're not every parent goes oh we're having a baby let me go get all the baby books i can find and read all of them so i know everything right. i can know about a baby they just follow happens. suit with no, what they their just parents go, oh did. we're having a baby cool let me know yeah. when it gets here yeah and they're like wait it doesn't eat cheetos at two months old like i don't understand uh. yeah i've been eating cheetos my whole life i'm okay yeah but i like, eat cheetos but it's fine my, my baby okay. i don't get it i we, we okay so this is something i talked about on a previous podcast did you guys both went to the same pretty much schools I went to. You guys mm-hmm. went to public school. Did you remember taking abstinence classes or like like not? It was like not even that you took the classes, no. but you remember being in a class where like somebody came in no. and talked about. We like were told we, had, we was have to you. take a year of PE, so we took PE, and then during that year, somebody <laughs> yeah. came in and was like, "Here, this is like sex will kill you." Yeah, sex that, will that kill essentially, you. Essentially, the the Here's idea the was like if you if you like touch uh, someone of the opposite sex. They're gonna be pregnant, and you're gonna have a yeah. baby. Yeah, that, no, I shit you not, bro. I was, I I was absolutely petrified of it for so long because I'm like, 
Like I was like they don't teach you the correct information. They teach you nonsense, and you're you're like they, they teach you the like five percent, not even five percent, like the the like the one percent chance that you're gonna get some terrible STD. And they like show you like mouth herpes. They show you like genital warts, and they show yeah, you like, all this yeah. stuff. And I, mean, like, I remember they make you so terrified to be attracted to other people. Scare tactic. Yeah, they, bro. they told us one story. It was um, this lady came. She's like, yeah, uh, I knew that. The, she talked about some guy. She said, yeah, he had to go to the hospital anytime he had a, a herpes flare up because he had herpes in his throat, so he couldn't eat food. He had to go to the hospital every day to get his his meal injected into his skin. And I was like. <laughs> Okay, so so you go get like so so if I have sex with one person and I'm not like 100 percent sure they're herpes free, my throat's gonna close up and I'm gonna have to go to the hospital every day to get fed. And see, this is and then these people and that's not the reality of it. And then people start resisting their urges to have sex, and that's how you end up with a bunch of fucking creeps or like people that want to rape people because they're like, I don't want to, but I can't. I'm not saying that's why. Well, at that point, more like a boy. It's like at that point, it's like, well, I can't have sex with other people, but I can beat off as much as I want. (laughs) (laughs) And then, and then, then kids that I feel like that pushes kids to internet porn. It does, and the the Um, porn turns them into little monsters because that's their expectation for women now. Yeah, they're like, oh, the first time I have sex, I'm just gonna shove a wine bottle. Up their ass. No, <laughs> that's not gonna happen. No, that's not how that works. Not even, not even close. It's like you get this. Like yeah. you can find some weird shit on the internet. We all know, but specifically because of <laughs> <laughs> what? What we're getting at though is it's 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 really messed up because that you end up in there because you can't even do it as a person because you're like terrified. Yeah. And it, someone needs to check public schools. That's what well, we need. Like a parent. Program where they can sit the in teaches during classes and make sure it's. You know I always good. say they're not corrupt. You, know you know how I always say reverse engineer things. Reverse engineer the person that goes in and talks about how sex is dirty. Do they just never get laid? <laughs> Have they been laid like once? Ever? Judging by the person who taught us, probably. But right, I I don't know. I don't know. They could be or, some like or Christian crazy at, maniac who or, like hates sex and only does it to have children. I don't know. Or or they're some kind of religion that looks down upon. Like sex outside of the wed lo- weddings or outside of wedlock or whatever. No, wed- which, no, outside of marriage. Is what you're right, outside. For. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is fine, I guess. But like, at a certain point, just like, be realistic. Kids want to touch each other's genitals. Like, I don't know what you want. Like, wait, wait, wait. When you say kids, you mean like, like teen, in high, school, high school, late, how, like, how many yeah, times? We're, yeah. We're not talking about like eight year olds here. No, we're talking about we're talking about like eight year olds need to worry about being eight year olds. How many need to worry about how genitals? How many sixteen, fifteen, and fourteen year olds were found fucking in like a public bathroom at their high school? Well, evidently, or like in the hallway. Remember the staircase? Oh yeah, yeah. The hidden what we yeah. called the hidden staircase in <laughs> yeah. high school. They but, put a fake camera in there just to scare kids from doing that. Evidently, it's, it's why become, do you know it's fake, Wyatt? It's becoming more of a prominent <laughs> issue these days. Apparently, kids they, they find them fucking like all over the schools. From what I've I've been told, there was an yeah. abandoned house next to my junior high. This is like seventh and eighth grade. That was called the the fuck shack. And <laughs> literally, and they would go there during lunch. It was like across the street, and like fucking eight year old or eighth graders would bang, and they would find like condoms and shit all over the floors and shit. That's that's messed up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, in eighth grade, I was playing fucking Call of Duty. Yeah, like yeah, I, I wasn't trying. My to biggest concern was getting home shit. so I could go hardcore on a game. Oh, I didn't give no. a fuck about that. I'm like, Gears but, of War is coming out. I gotta play it till yeah. I bleed out but, of my eyeballs. But like, I'm playing stuck. COD with my with my friends tonight <laughs> yeah. online. Like I can play video games online. But, the, <laughs> but then you get in the situation where you're stuck in a classroom with all these other kids, and a lot of them aren't 
going home and playing COD. They're doing those things, and they you're come in allowed, and tell you well, about it. You're and not they make it sound to like, like girls. They make it sound like you're this big fucking like. What's wrong with you? Why aren't you, Why aren't you doing the things I'm doing? And then you start questioning yourself because you're just having fun, enjoying yourself as a little kid. And, and it's they're post, like, most well, times it's post puberty. Yeah, it, well, you go through puberty no, through middle school, and you're like, why wouldn't listen to and me? Like, <laughs> it's like 14. You're like, you don't have pubes yet. It's like, no, I'm fucking 14. My body's figuring this shit out for me. I like, I can't control it. I mean, <laughs> I'm not gonna. I don't know. I'm not gonna say what teacher, but I had a teacher in high school who told me about somebody. <laughs> they were like, they were doing an assignment where they would have people like go to the front of the room and write on the whiteboard, and she was calling people randomly, and she called on one of this one of the guys, and he she was like, oh, sorry, well I guess I announced that she's a girl. The teacher was a lady, but she called on one of the guys and was like, hey, what's the answer to this? And he's like, hey, I know the answer, but I'm not gonna go up to the board. And she was like, that's kind of ridiculous. Why won't you go up to the board? And he was like, I really don't want to go up to the board. Like, can I, can we just not? And she was like, no, like, I, I don't understand what the problem is. We've been doing this the whole class. And then he was like, okay. And he stands up and he's like, cause I'm super horny. You just got uncontrollable boners when you're in high school. You know what I mean? Yeah. For yeah. like no reason at all, you'd be like doing like, a squared, B squared, C squared. Yeah. What hey, the fuck? Shut up! Why is it yelling at me? Yeah. No, I remember we we had a friend that uh, he specific like I I we I would walk to class with him and he, I'd be like why why are you hanging your like your bags over your arm? It's not on your back like it's made to be like you're holding it in front of you on your arm. Like what? Why are you doing it? It's like it's random boner, man. I was like what? He's like yeah. You don't ever get random boner. I was like yeah, but. I like deal with it in my seat and then go on about my day. Like I, like, I don't. Like, you have you literally have one while you're walking to class. Like yeah. What it's gonna be? Could you imagine being a parent to a child then, like then, and like sending them to school to be taught that, and then like their kid comes home and be like I don't understand school, and your parents are just like, none of the shit that you're learning is actual shit that you're gonna need, so I don't fucking get it either, dude. Yeah. I think it's definitely generational differences. Obviously, the stuff our parents learned in school and the stuff the generation before them learned in school, you're talking about completely different things because, I mean, what they teach in school is basically based off of what's happening right now in the world, not... Is it, though? Well, essentially. I mean, yes, yeah, some things, obviously, like, there's math. Are math doesn't us for a change, pandemic? but... Is that well, why we know about the mitochondria? I don't... Are <laughs> for the pandemic? I don't... Math doesn't change too much, but, like, you know, certain things change and they change what's required and stuff like that. You know, some people somewhere decide it's important to teach like about this specific thing and yada 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 but it I, it's hard to go if i went to my dad and was like hey dad help me learn fuck like calculus he probably i mean he, he is pretty smart in math i'm not gonna lie but i don't know if he would be able to help me with what i was doing then from what he learned when he was 17 well, or think, whatever you know what I don't, was it started out as like you had one school room like the community built a schoolhouse, and then yeah, all I, the kids stayed in that one room. Well, and it was to teach them to read and write. It wasn't to, to teach them about the mitochondria and let them know what biology is. Well, and it's not a bad thing to teach well, them but more. But now, now school's more like this thing. It's like the kids don't go to school to get ready for real life. They go to school to get ready for college. Mm-hmm. High school is all about getting ready for college. Which college is, which is, is which fucking is, nonsense. Yeah, college because you're going to learn like the advanced version of the shit you're learning in high school, which is still useless. It's Here, still here's, no here's, life I'm not, even, I'm not even sure any sort of money. There's two of the best businesses to get involved with. And this is my thoughts. Religion and college. Because 
college, you can take a bunch of kids who don't even know what they want to do with their life and make them get student loans that they are non-bankruptable to get out of. And the government, you think you think a school gets their money paid as you pay your student loans? No, no, no. When you sign up for an $80,000 school course, they get paid $80,000 by the government, and the government goes, you owe us $80,000 to pay those student loans back. The school gets paid immediately. Yeah. So the school's like, we're getting kids to sign up for underwater basket weaving. And they're going to go out into the world and realize there's not a great demand for underwater basket weaving. Yeah. <laughs> and by that he means a liberal arts degree. But what I'm... <laughs> Gender what, studies. <laughs> what I'm getting at is, like, it's the hugest racket because you you can, at, at 17, you can go sign up to spend $200,000 on student loans. And it's not a problem. But at 17, if you wanted to go apply for a house mortgage... Or a loan for a house, or a business business loan. They're you, they're gonna laugh you out of the bank. They're not even gonna talk to you, or they're gonna be like, "Yeah, we'll give you twelve dollars," but but they'll you, sign you up for an education that makes you're like, "I, I want to go to school for gender studies for four years, and it's gonna they cost one hundred twenty thousand dollars." They're like, what you're doing it. Here you go." <laughs> they're like, "You want more money? You want more? You take it, take it, take it. Go for it." Well, as long as it's for school and it's non-bankruptable, yeah. you can you can well, file bankruptcy. On everything but your student loans. It's mm-hmm. the only things that won't go away. Well, in a way, they're 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 giving you that loan because it's it's an investment in your future. Yeah. So buy a, a house fucking is, house. You no, have no, to no. pay rent. No, for that's not sixteen hundred dollars no. a year that, per that, month. That's not an investment for. That's an investment for you because at the end of it, you want to own the house. You don't yes. want the bank to own the house. Yeah, they're like but, they're like. But a student loan, loan, the bank owns you until you pay off that student loan. Well, and that's the fun thing too. If you pay minimum payments on a student loan, it'll never go away ever. You you pay student loan minimum payments for there's no they're not it's not like we ten years you know when you sign up for a mortgage you get a thirty year fifteen year twenty year twenty five yeah. year whatever the you have a term length of that loan when yeah. you get student loans how long are your student loans for I don't until you pay them all until, until they're gone. gone and if you make the minimum payment you'll pay like four hundred dollars like every they'll five tell you years what the, they'll tell you what the interest rate yeah. is <laughs> they'll tell you what the interest rate is but most people have no clue what their interest rate is I don't know what mine mine were on my student loans no clue well, did you know what yours were no. Exactly. All I knew was as soon as Here's they told me, as soon as they yeah. told me I had student loans to pay back, I threw everything but the kitchen sink at them, and they were gone in a couple years, because I knew they weren't going to go away easily. Because mm-hmm. you look at it, even if paying, pay but the you only had like a little bit of student loans. Oh, it was like you 10, didn't have eighty thousand. Well, it was ten grand, which isn't a little bit of money. If some, if I found ten grand on the ground tomorrow, I would be excited about it. But what I'm saying is, if you if you make that minimum payment and then you look at the way it breaks down, like I would pay, like the minimum it was 50 bucks. And I did, I think I did it like the first time. And I paid it and then I went in to look at it and it's like, oh, $22 went to interest on this one and you paid $3 on the loan. And then the other one was like, you paid 20 something dollars on this one and this $3 went to the loan. And it's like, I paid $6 this month toward the amount I owe. That's not gonna work. And then after that, it was like every spare dollar I had went into it. Yeah, I bet that's, that's- well, what seventeen-year-old knows what they want to do for the rest of their yeah, life? They had no experiences. You had band, or you like wrestled, or you played high school football, or baseball, or you were like like us, where we were in the culinary program. Like I didn't, I, I didn't know anything about being a chef. All I know is that that was a fun class to do. Mm-hmm. But like all the like, like <laughs> there was, was it was fun because it wasn't the rest of the classes. <laughs> right, right, but exactly, but like I mean, how much beneficial stuff did you learn in culinary? over the other courses you were taking and it was considered a quote unquote elective you were it was an elective to learn how to cook but if you grow up in a single parent household 
where the parent has to work like say two jobs to afford to pay for those kids because the other parent is nowhere around that that parent doesn't have the time to teach you how to cook things or they have to make you cook things like they're just like everyone has to eat yeah everyone mm-hmm. has to eat like if you're not eating you're gonna die I mean, that's why, why don't they teach you that in school instead you're mandatory you have to take like three math classes you have to take the FCAT. You have to pass reading and literature classes where they go, uh, pick the answer that is the most correct. What? <laughs> the answer that's most correct to me or most correct to you? Because when I, I mean, read the paragraph, I zoned out after the second paragraph and I picked up a couple words that they said after that, that but I zoned the fuck out. That's essentially how I passed math. I just picked the one that was closest to the number I got. No, no. It's like, it was like I got 22 and the, the options were like 20, 18, 94, and 17. It was like, all right, 20 it is. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep, I did the same thing. See, I, I was, and I only got to the exam because uh, d- d- your brother and our friend Dylan, uh, every Shout morning, they would let us, uh, uh, I get to math class and they would just pull their homework out and I'd start copying it. And our teacher knew what I was doing. Like, I got lucky as hell. Like, she would start the other end of the classroom and slowly just make her way down, like, okay, I'm collecting everybody's homework. And then we'd be the last ones on the very far side of the room, and they'd get, she'd get to me, and my hand simply would be by cramped up sat. from just writing simply all... Simply by where you sat. Simply you by passed. where... Well, because we, we had, a, like, a, a class full of, Holly, like, rowdy Wyatt's kids. mom, if you are listening to this... I'm sorry, your kid's so stupid. <laughs> just because he's bad at math doesn't mean I'm he's stupid. No, he's no. good at other things. I was really bad at math. Something. So reverting back to what we were what? talking about earlier, internet porn. No, <laughs> no I, you, she, she, Kurt, she should get some credit. out if you haven't already. Mom, mom, mom definitely deserves credit. Huh? We're going to pause. I'm going to piss. Col- Colton's got to pee. Okay. We're recording, so it's good. All right. We were talking about school. So just so everyone has listened, <laughs> just so everyone knows, we have been drinking. We have since the four of us, Colton, Wyatt, Cody, and I, have drinking an entire bottle of bourbon. Ryan sounds so proper. We took a Forty-five no, no, no. minute well, pee break. I feel, I feel relatively fine. I feel a little bit lighter. Whatever. So, <laughs> um, and we have we we Cody was Cody no, Wyatt no Colton had to pee. Colton had to pee. I went through the entire list. Colton yeah, had to pee. And we went to the, we all went to the bathroom. We all got new drinks. We all sat down. We talked about a bunch of things that we typically did, we didn't really want to put on the podcast. And now we are sitting down again. So that being said, we've had like three drinks since we paused. Um, we have since polished off the bottle of bourbon, and we opened. There was another bottle of bourbon that had a little bit left, and we've also. I don't that. feel like you welcome need to, to the fun part of the podcast. <laughs> I don't feel like you need to announce that to everybody. <laughs> I would like. To, okay, so think about it like this. Think about it like this. There's no video. People can't see what's going yes, on. Yes, but I also they think I think imagine. this is they can just enjoy the fun conversation we're gonna have. Right. No, no, it's and gonna be great. You, you gotta you, you have to it's leave great, some but, things to imagination, Ryan. Yeah, but but like think about it when you read a book, they have to set the scene. So I'm setting the scene. This is what's happening. I feel fine. Um, and then so beautiful part. Shout out to Robbie Laycock, my brother. We're having his bachelor party tomorrow. He's getting married in December, and we are going to go tonight to go to a. Um, like a brewery type deal, I guess. I don't know what else you'd call it. It's not. A, it's, well, it's it's its own brewery, but it also sells brews for smaller places that can't move. We're going their to materials. a place to get drinks tonight. Beer for other places that don't have their own way to brew. We're gonna go. No, to, no, no. They, they can brew. They just don't have a way to distribute it. Yeah. Right. We're going. It's, we're a, going it's to, a cool. It's a cool concept. Yeah. We're going to go to go get drinks tonight, and um, I wanted to have a, a podcast because tomorrow the entire day is dedicated to to celebrating my brother getting married and having a bachelor party with all his friends. Um, 
And because of that, I was like, oh, we should start it tonight. And then and I was like, okay, well, it's Saturday. Let's do a podcast. And um, Wyatt's been bitching to me. No, I'm just kidding. Hey. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, I, I've, uh, I've wanted to have Wyatt on because he hasn't been on the podcast since like the very first episode. So here we are. The, the setup has changed completely. It has. So now, I mean, what we what used to be on the was, dining room table at your house. Yeah, the, the, the crappy laptop microphone that we were using. First of all, it was my microphone. It was so shit. Like, it was, it was, it, that doesn't make it not crappy, Ryan. Fair enough. <laughs> um, I mean, it, I, listeners, you can tell the sound quality between the first one and this one. Go back to the first podcast. Listen to it. It no, sounds no, 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 entirely no, no, no. different. Don't do that. Don't do that. Just listen to this one. But regardless, um, this might be the the best thing I've ever done, as, as far as like like extracurricular activities. Like I did karate growing up. Like I, you know, I did that until I was like a brown belt. Clearly, never done any hard drugs, y'all. I literally have never even smoked pot. <laughs> Like I'll put that out there now. I I um when I was sick when I was a kid a lot I was on heavy doses of steroids and one of the side effects is like paranoia or anxiety or something like that and I got really bad anxiety. I was prescribed Xanax as like a ten year old. I don't know if I ever even took it. I really don't remember. Um, but that was the closest. I, the drugs that they gave me at the hospital was the closest to high I've ever been. I I've never Benadryl is probably the the best high I've ever had. Being on Benadryl. What a way to turn a, f- turn a fun comment morbid. <laughs> yes. But regardless, I so um, but like I've done a lot of like I was in Boy Scouts, hated that. Um, I um, was it was it the played baseball. Baseball was extremely <laughs> no Cody, fun. no Cody. Baseball was extremely fun for me. <laughs> it wasn't one of those. Baseball was extremely fun. I really enjoyed baseball, but it was hard for me. I've seen the pictures. It looked like you really enjoyed it. I really did. I really, like, I loved baseball. I hardly ever got to play. I remember, like, the three plays that I was involved in, and they were huge to me, but it was, in the grand scheme of the game, it was, like, nothing. No, I was was saying, my mom put me in flag football because she felt like we needed to do sports, but she wouldn't let us play tackle, so we played flag football. All the other kids knew about, I... I never even watched a football game with my dad all the way. Like, I would go in there when he was watching it because it was Sunday and I wanted to play with my dad and he was watching football, so that's what I had to do to spend time with my dad. But I'd never been interested in football. So I'm in flag football. All these other kids understand how to play football, and I'm just like, okay, so you, when I have the ball in my hand, I need to run? Uh, it doesn't matter what direction, just run. So I they, they gave me the ball because they had to... Like once a game, and that, that's all I remember from sports. Best moments of your life, though? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hardly. Hardly. So, no. so no, I remember. Terrible. Like, I've I been there for a couple of them. I don't. I, mean, I, I got had the experience, so I understand I like how to treat people in that sort of a situation. But there was one inning in baseball where I got to play second base instead of left field, and it was like, I was like, I'm one of the fucking group. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, I got the ball now. I'm part. I'm part of the crew. Yep. Like I, I'm cool enough to have the ball. And then at the end of it, they were still like, "Oh, you don't know? Any- no, we're not even going to talk to you because we're having a conversation about football because we play tackle on the off. Like this is just our off season, so we're playing yeah. flag football for fun." Yeah. Well, I um. So I've done a lot of things, and uh, you you've done nothing in the grand scheme of life. Basically nothing. I don't know of how many people that are the age that I am ha- I am that have had the amount of experiences that I've had. 
through all the things in life. I've lived a lot of life in this short period of time that I've been here. So that being said, um, I've always been talkative since kindergarten. That that's a fact. So my it dad, is. my dad is the same way, um, but I've never, like, I've always, I've always had like, like the way I do this podcast is similar to how I've talked to people, just in general. Like, obviously, I've I tried to force this podcast, it for, it would not be something that I could maintain for a long period of time. But because it's not something that I have to force, it's just something that I naturally am. I've talked to each one of you individually the way I've talked to you guys on the podcast before. Yeah. Like, this is just how I am at all times. Well, and I, I think that's why I kind of fell out is because I, like, I'm more of a listener. Like, you, you like asking all the questions and interviewing people. Like, I... I'm a conversationalist. I, I enjoy it too, but, it, like, if I was, like, still, like... The way we were doing it, I'd basically be listening the whole time. Like we'd we'd have an intro. I'd say, "Hey, Wyatt's here," and then you wouldn't hear from me the entire podcast. Right. So people listening, <laughs> um, the the way I got started. So the hardest part for me was starting the podcast because I was terrified. It's something new. It's something scary. I'm gonna be terrible at it. Um, and I asked. I, I originally was talking to Cody, and I was like, "Hey, I'm thinking about starting my own podcast." And I was like, I would like you to do it with me. And Cody's like, I'm not interested in doing that. He's like, but Wyatt's mentioned to me something about it before. And I was like, well, I'll talk to Wyatt about it. So I talked to Wyatt about it. And when I talked to Wyatt, he literally was like, he's like, yeah, fuck yeah, that'd be awesome. And I was like, cool, we'll do it. And we recorded a couple episodes and we were just kind of like getting a feeling of it. And then Mm -hmm. um, you got in a relationship and you started taking it more seriously, which is fine. And, um, and it became way harder for me to like schedule time to do it because I had to take keep up with your schedule. You ha- your schedule was keeping up with her oh, schedule. Yeah. I, I had something that became more important to me than the podcast, mm-hmm. and you did what I mean, we did what we had to do, mm-hmm. and that's fine. Like, and cause since then, things have changed. Now I have a whole room dedicated to it. Yeah, I you know spent time with you know Colton and Cody like building a table for it, like um, researching. It's a beautiful table, by the way. Thank you. Uh, you. Thank you for helping me. It, 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 <laughs> it is a solid table. It's rather heavy. Um, but then, like, like building it to be what it is now compared to what it started, it, it, it takes time. But it's something like I'll lay in bed at night just thinking about it. And I'll be, like, halfway asleep. And I'll just, like, hey, Danny, I really hope the podcast becomes something someday. I hope, like, a lot of people get some kind of inspiration from it. Like, and the, the two or three or four people that have reached out and said, hey, I like the podcast. It sets the tone for, like, the rest of my week or month. Yeah. Like, I literally am just, like, if one person... I've told Colton this before. If one person listens to the podcast and gets some kind of value out out of it, it will have more than served its purpose. So the fact that I've had more than one person reach out and say they like the podcast is just entirely amazing. So if you're listening to this and you enjoy this and you get some kind of value out of it, let me know. I fucking love that shit. <laughs> well, that's the beauty of it is like you, you're just you, you're not doing this like, oh, we have to make this specific content so we get this many viewers so we can make this much money off of whatever. No, you're just enjoying a conversation with somebody. 
Well, except for when we're here, and then we we literally we sound like this all the time. It's not. This yeah, is, yeah. We, we, well, we yeah. take we're out just the putting microphones in front. Of you <laughs> we, we take out the really bad parts, but besides <laughs> that, <laughs> well, the way I look at yeah, it. Yeah, but that's the way most people like the the famous people who are still genuine. That's that's the way it happened to them. Like they they were just doing something they liked, and like, then all of a sudden, ten years later, Bill enough Gates people noticed to code. Yeah. And by because he loved to code, he created Microsoft. Yeah, and he wasn't pushing Warren it on Buffett anybody or loved, telling people they had well, to do this. Warren <laughs> Warren Buffett Warren Buffett loved to research. But, he loved to read like like financial statements of like big companies. And at six years old, he bought his like first stocks. Yeah, and that's his company is based upon buying other companies, which is essentially what buying a stock in a company is. Like um, Elon Musk loves innovation, so his companies are all about like innovation. Like, yeah. Like, well, and it's like some, some actors like do, it's it's incredibly well, easy to do. It. When I think of famous people, I think about. I mean, obviously, it automatically goes to actors and actresses because they are are you know royalty, I guess, because they're famous. But the it's like some of them got famous because of their parents were in the industry or because they just got lucky. Like it's the people who are like you know I did all these crappy movies that nobody knows about. Because I just liked acting. Uh, somebody gave me a job and said, here, you can act. And I said, okay. Like they, they got famous because they did that enough that eventually they were like, hey, you want to try this lead role? And I was like, yeah. So some then, movie that was... Yeah, that was like some movie shit. that wasn't suspected to be this big hit blockbuster movie. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it is. And then overnight you go from being... You, you create know, Top Gun. Yeah, you go from being this crappy side... like actor to being this big main character and everybody wants to see you in the next thing it's like chris pratt his first like major acting role was in parks and rec they had no idea i, I guess they yeah, no. knew that parks he was, and rec was he was just a side character he wasn't they even were, a main were, character he wasn't even supposed to be there as long as he was no yeah but because people liked him so much they kept him and now i mean how much is chris pratt worth exactly $80 million yeah now he's a, he's a movie star he's not just some yeah people side, will go watch show a on movie the tv show just because it has chris pratt in it. yeah and, and i'm that guy I fucking love Chris Pratt. Yeah, I, I, and that's, I, I will second that. He's awesome. Tomorrow War. <laughs> that Dude. that movie is <laughs> okay. Anybody listening, if you haven't seen the Tomorrow War on Amazon Prime, please disconnect from this podcast mm-hmm. and go watch that movie. It is fantastic. Don't look at the Google ratings. It's a bunch of critics who are unhappy with their lives that apparently watch. Okay, it. first of all, anybody who looks at movie ratings before they watch a movie, that that I don't understand that concept because I've watched plenty oh, you of movies. You have Wi-Fi. Because I don't watch it. When I watch a movie, it has to be good. Uh, first of all, um, I have cell phone service, so you can watch a movie on your phone, and you can buy a dongle and plug it into your TV. But a what? A dongle. You like dongles? I, I love you dongles. You like dongles. They're very Anything convenient. In your mouth? In your mouth? <laughs> um, but we, that's how we do it. We just play it on our phone, plug yeah. it in the TV, and watch it. And we watched two movies last night. The one at a 6.8, I think I seen. And it was awesome. Yeah. Colton, can you pull up the uh, the ratings of the Tomorrow War? Because I want to I want to share with everybody how these movie critics are so terrible. The Tomorrow War has a six point six out of ten, a fifty two percent on yeah, Rotten Tomatoes. Fuck that! I don't know what the hell is wrong. wrong Rotten Tomatoes fifty two percent. That movie was awesome. Well, like, um, what was everything. it? Was it was it Dave Chappelle when his his most recent special came out? Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it. Uh, a Rotten Tomatoes score of zero, but then the, the the community score for Rotten Tomatoes was like a hundred percent. Well, go go back because go, they didn't want people watching it. So go, scroll up. At, yeah. Well, as a website, they gave it a zero. Percent of Google users like this movie. 
Fuck the critics. Yeah. I don't know these critics. Yeah, no, I don't understand what critics look at a movie. It was good. It was a solid movie. Watch the movie. It's fantastic. Well, what it's qual- a whole premise that I've not seen. What qualifies you to be a movie critic in the first place? This you have to be uh, Simon know, Cowell of Ass. You have to be a fucking Fat, douche canoe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have to be a complete douche and then hate everything and then the stuff you like is important Budget because you hate everything. Budget for the movie was $200 million. Yeah, it was a good fucking movie. Let's see how much they made. Well, they don't make any money. It's Amazon Prime. Oh, they make money. I mean, to a certain point, but it's not like a normal... They don't get, like, ticket sales. Well, movie-wise, yeah, but Amazon as a whole... Fantastic movie, though. Amazon can do that because, you know, at this point, fuck it. Let's just give people stuff for free, and they'll still make a shit ton of money. First of all, how do you spend $200 million making a movie? I'm interested. Jeff Bezos is worth, like, $200 billion. Oh, well, there you go. Okay. It's like spare no expense. Chris Pratt's in it. Okay, so so (laughs) I've learned... He must be a fan of Do you know why Jeff Bezos got divorced? Essentially, it was because he had a mistress, and um, so, uh, Saudi Arabia country logged into his phone and found text messages between him and his mistress. Can you see if you can pull those up? Apparently, it's like I, I don't even know what it what it was. It was just like messages between him and his mistress. Bezos, mistress. No, as as far as movies costing that must, you like you know how you feel when you're watching a really good movie and you're like you're in it. You are like yeah. in the world of the movie. Right. That's because they spent that much because it costs that much money to make that happen on the screen. Like all the people involved in making one movie, it, it's it, it's an army of people. So it costs it cool. costs two million. They might not spend two scroll, million scroll actually making the movie. Go back to where it starts with the date. But April twenty eighteen. Bezos oh, yeah. and Saudi of, Crown Prince <clears throat> uh, exchange phone numbers at a Hollywood dinner, according to the Daily Mail. Um, April and May 2018, Bezos sends intimate texts to Lauren Sanchez, who was then his mistress, according to the National Enquirer. May of 2018, uh, the dude sends a video file with Bezos via WhatsApp, according to the United States investigators. Prosecutors, and this is in July 2018, prosecutors say Bezos' texts were sent from Sanchez's phone to her brother's phone, according to Wall Street Journal. Uh, Michael or Michael Sanchez begins providing material on Bezos to the Inquirer reporters. First of all, that's a slippery little snake. Uh, October 2018, Washington Post. Doesn't he own the Washington Post? Columnist, a vocal critic of the Saudi government, is murdered at the Saudi consulate in Istanbul. A contract between Michael Sanchez and the Inquirer gives the company exclusive rights to certain information. So basically, there was a whole other country involved in this dude banging another chick. They were They were probably trying to hold some weight over them so they could mm-hmm. use them for something. But it, wouldn't it be interesting money. if they took this much interest in everybody's mistresses? Yeah, no, just him, because he has money. Yeah, exactly. See, He's worth important. $200 billion. Yeah. Like, You know, the funny thing is, I seen a video the other day, I don't know how true it is, he was saying it, but he said he only owns like 16% of Amazon. It's probably true. Hey, Google it. We have, we have Jesus at our fingertips. <laughs> <laughs> right? We, get, we can learn how to make like nuclear fission, but we're going to use it to see what Jeff Bezos owns in Amazon. Exactly. His wife probably owns a good portion of ex-wife. Will. Oh, well, when she divorced him, she became the richest. 10.3%. And he's worth, well, I guess because he kind of worked it up. But his wife became, I think she became the richest woman in the world when she divorced oh, right. him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. At that point, 
Like they sign the paper and all of a sudden oh. she's the richest person or richest woman on the face of planet Earth. Yeah. Have you ever heard the story about by divorcing a man? How? Well, because at that point, if they, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. At that, that was, point, that was he, offensive. I apologize. He's gotten her used to a lifestyle that is billions of dollars. Well, every to be week. fair, she can do. When they literally had anything. nothing, they were married. Yeah. She helped him with Amazon when it was out of his garage. Yeah. Selling books. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So, so, so okay. at that point, she is like she's entitled to all that. Yeah, I think she's entitled to all No, for sure. Every penny. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, have you seen the thing where it's like, uh, have you ever heard the joke where it says, uh, "Do you uh, can a woman make a man a millionaire?" The question and the answer is only if he was a billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> he really sorry, sorry. That was Cody's joke. Fuck, no, and first of all, no, it wasn't. Ryan said that on his own. It's a jo- it, I didn't create the joke. Listen, I I heard that joke for the first time today from Ryan Laycock. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Laycock. Wait, to make this a misogynistic podcast. I don't even know how to spell that, so whatever. I don't know. I don't even know what that means. Listen, you're that's an issue, Ryan. You should probably. This is this is the University of Bro Science collegiate. Why is that wearing a G Shock? G Shock and Whoop. G yeah, G Shock and Whoop. That's because I don't want to wear a watch that weighs twenty pounds. Shout out to Whoop. Shout out to Whoop and G Shock. Can I get some free G Shock telling me the time because Whoop won't. If my whoop strap would tell me the time, that's G-Shock how they that's how they save battery. G- how much stock does G Shock G Shock own in Whoop? I bet you they own Google. Like, oh, I bet you they own like seventy percent of Whoop. <laughs> Just you're, kidding. You're not gonna Will, get us. You're not gonna get us. Will stuff Ahmed, from the Whoop. CEO of Whoop. I apologize. More importantly, did you see his post about telling Amazon basically to fuck off? Bro, what a that you was awesome. Copying so the, some shit? the Dude, new the guy who created Whoop, he has somebody that comes around with him with a wheelbarrow with his balls in it because that man <laughs> has the biggest balls. No, he rides him around like a like a like the, a hippity hop. The new <laughs> the, the new the bounces new, around no, the office. Why you don't know this? But the new the new Whoop 4.0 when you I think it's a charger when you it's open charger. it up yep. it says it says don't even try. We will win on the no, microchip. It says, Don't inside. try copying us. We will win. Yes. Because Amazon copied their original, the, the one that me and Cody and Colton have. Yeah. They the copied 3.0. that. The 3.0. Now their 4.0 has come out with the new battery charger that goes on it. It says, Don't even try. It's funny. If you go on Amazon Prime, like the main ad that pops up over it is Try Amazon Halo, which is a direct, like the person who created Amazon Halo for Amazon, like commented and said, like, Good try. Like basically showed in a tweet that he was copying Whoop. And they're trying to copy Google. Google so won't even let me pull it up. Amazon's DuckDuckGo. Go to DuckDuckGo. <laughs> First of all, use use DuckDuckGo to search all things you don't want, like segregated by Google. Yeah, yeah. Google. Well, see that. How does Google own YouTube? Un- unpaid shout out. How I does Google actually, own YouTube? That how does I saw the dollars. dollars. No. <laughs> when I it's saw, hold up, hold up, hold up. If Google, if they if the whole point of the government is to prevent monopolies from happening. How come Google can own YouTube? So like, if you why does Google, Facebook own Instagram? Because that these old fucking people who work in no, the government be, are literally like, I don't know what the internet is. I don't have those things. It's that because affect me. it's because Facebook was like, oh, competition. Now we'll just buy that. Problem mm-hmm. solved. That's a monopoly. That, well, I mean, literally, what a monopoly is the corner well, of the market. Yeah, it, the the, mono, the the internet is monopolized by. <laughs> Everybody, like all the big companies. Yeah. The, the, the There's like five big companies. Yeah. You know, the biggest threat to YouTube is probably Spotify with taking on Joe Rogan. 
Because Joe Rogan, now that he has video on Spotify, like imagine if they opened up on Spotify to allow, like if, if my podcast could have video on Spotify, there's no point in me going on YouTube. Well, yeah, but yeah, did, but you, did you see it? YouTube came out with YouTube Shorts? Did you see that? Yeah. It's essentially Instagram it's, Reels it's, or it, even, we'll, we'll bust it down TikTok. even more. It's, it's TikTok. Yeah, it's, it's TikTok. TikTok. Instagram did it because of TikTok no, and now YouTube's done anymore. it because yeah. Instagram and TikTok have done it. It's like, yeah, we're linked to the show, but uh, and Vine, the, the creator of we're Vine, the same thing. The creator of Vine sitting somewhere in his multi-million dollar mansion, just like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was first, motherfucker. Yeah. He's like, my videos were seven seconds. You told me if they were thirty seconds to a minute, that I could have been worth so much more. He's like, I done fucked up. Yeah, but that's the thing about like TikTok. I I feel like it's gonna, it's, it, that's the course that it, it's a perpetual thing. Like, uh, that's what happened with Vine. Eventually. It, it took probably what ten years for Vine to finally fall out. I don't. Nobody think, I don't, Vine I don't even think Vine was around that long. So five years. That's gonna happen. To tic- that. Eventually, that'll happen to TikTok. Jake it, it'll Paul stop being and Logan Paul got big off Vine. Yeah, but it, it'll stop being worth anything, and then somebody will come out with a new app that does the exact same thing, just slightly like TikTok did with slightly, yeah, different. slightly different, and that'll be the new like the new way to get famous. Hell, you could name it whatever. You could name it Click Clock. <laughs> It'll be the exact same thing. It's a good name, Wyatt. I like that. Click Clock. Because you have a limited time on the clock that you're allowed to be on there. Uh, look, see, there you go. Now we just came up with a reason for it. Somebody invent this. Well, and think we, about, we, want, think about, we want money. Think about the attention span of the average person. Like, okay, this podcast. <laughs> this podcast, if, if we do a three-hour-long podcast... What's the likelihood that any random person is going to invest in listening to three hours worth of of us, nonsense of us no. fucking idiots talking <laughs> while we're drinking? The the likelihood is is small. They'll so over like, the first ten minutes. They'll go okay. Well, if, I, this is that, white Wyatt, noise. If that, if that, that's why. That's what. Joe Rogan has said he has three employees. He has Jamie that does all the research and basically posts the podcast. He has one person that schedules the podcast because he has so many different guests. And then he has one person that creates like smaller videos so that that way it's like if you Google search on YouTube or something like that, you can still watch like short videos of Joe Rogan's conversations so that that way you can be like, you can listen to a three minute conversation that you well, yeah. with somebody but and then go, oh, I like that three minute conversation. Yeah. I want to hear the full three hour yeah. version. And that one person is the one that's making him money because I, I literally like, I didn't know who Joe Rogan was really and like besides Fear Factor and shit <laughs> until I I was watch like I'd be on YouTube and it'd be like a three minute clip of a conversation he had with somebody and to be incredibly interesting yeah and it'd be it would and then I was like okay well where's the three hour clip of him talking to this person like where's yeah. the beginning of this conversation you know I, I was um I was bored listening to the same music over and over again at the gym and I was like I wonder this is the big point when like Dan Blazerian was huge this is obviously like five six years seven years ago and um and i like i like google your, your sense of time is fucked no this was like right after like when i was in the midst of college so i graduated college 2017 so this is 2015 2016 and so i'm like at the at like planet fitness and um and i google i was like i want to i want to hear an interview with this guy because i only saw his instagram like everyone else did and i was like this guy's fucking crazy i want to hear some actual like what he thinks and I googled like Dan Bilzerian interview, and the like the biggest the video that popped up was the second one was it was Joe Rogan Dan Bilzerian, and I watched it. It was like episode like seven hundred something or something like that, and I was like, that's an incredible like I gotta hear a long form conversation of this dude talk, where for a couple hours, 
And then, um, and then like the the recommended video after that was like a Stevo video, and I was like, oh, Stevo from Jackass. At that point, Jackass was a huge thing, and I was like, well, let me watch that. And then I just got on this point where I was listening to more and more of them because he's talked to people I wanted to hear talk in long form, and then that's I mean that's what got me hooked. But but I mean those those little videos, people can invest three minutes for no problem. It's like when I told my dad that I had a podcast, and um, even with his identical twin brother for like two hours and he was like you should make them like 20 minutes and I'm like 20 minutes like you don't start getting to the good shit until like 50 minutes to an hour and 20 minutes in yeah Yeah. and I'm like I'm like so you want me to just edit all the shit that we talked about that led to that point of the conversation like I like natural conversations I like bros talking to bros that's why Joe Rogan's podcast is is nicknamed Bropra (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard that before Wait, but that is can qualify that is, as bros as well like 98 percent of his audience is dudes yeah like it's understandable dudes have never had something that makes them one better and two like giving them to like a whole new platform to learn on where it makes sense where it's a dude who just jacks weights and watches fights and makes jokes sit on the other side and go okay please explain to me how like plastics has destroying the length of people's taints like that's a legit conversation he's <laughs> had. That is a podcast. I, I, it is. I just well, am I the only one? I just I want to know if you guys feel the same way. Do you ever look at like? Why Dan, somewhere d- where you're going with this is a bad do, idea. Do you? You're right. So okay. why it's yeah, no, bad. why that was that was gonna be rough. That was gonna be rough. Can, I apologize. Can we, can we take that out of there? We can pause. We can edit that out. Hey, why it didn't even hold say on. anything? Hold on. Uh, We're recording. Okay. So. What are you doing? What? We're oh, recording sorry. now. Uh, sorry, I didn't know we were recording. We're recording I'm now. Checking. Get off. Were you confused when Colton? Were you confused when Colton said, "Hey, we're recording now"? Is that what you're watching? Oh, you're watching the Furbo. I'm seeing if the dogs are okay. Shout out to Furbo. She Shout out Furbo sponsor us. I have one. I okay. have no Wi-Fi, so I can't use it. So uh, <laughs> you you suck. Yeah, you know, I fucking hate you. Yeah, my landlord's a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> and then um, well, Wyatt has one. Can you guys like straighten that mic up so you guys? Can oh, okay. It? Yeah, no, sorry, uh, sorry. Ryan's anal. I apologize. It's it's a and cardioid mic. Apparently, so a, apparently we we only can have one mic per per pe- person. Listen, Cody, this is called balling on a budget. There, this this. We'll get two more, and we can have like a group of people. This audio interface. Yeah, I but see. I'm trying. Okay, 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 Colton. <laughs> <laughs> this this audio interface takes two microphones, and the reason we did that, we could have gotten the four one that takes four microphones, but. When you're having a conversation with two people, it's already like you're talking to somebody, and Wyatt has something to say as I'm saying it. And it, it's this is probably the most clusterfuck of a conversation I've had yet, was because there's four of us in here. Well, I suppose if, it, if this is the first podcast you're listening to, don't please don't use this to judge the rest of them because <laughs> this is definitely a shit show we just kind of threw together at the last minute. It's it's fun. It's I mean no, it's a good time. a good time. I'm having a good time. Yeah. We're all having a good time, but it's. It, this is definitely not the uh, the tone to set for it's the a podcast. Of bourbon podcast. Right. Yes, this is that's, a weird drinking. You better tag it with that. We're best friends hanging out. Yeah, this is one of the random fun ones that isn't serious about life stuff. But but it has been to a certain point. Hey, well, to a point, yeah. yeah. So like, okay, so Wyatt, so what what does your future look like, and how are you working to get there? Because I, you have to have some kind of dream of what you imagine your future to look like. Right? Well, way to get deep out of nowhere. Um, so you deep? Pick it up. 
Well, that's a that's a yeah, that's a hard question to answer. I'm assuming you want something similar to like what your parents wanted. You want to get married? Do you like uh, children? I, I'd like to. I like to be married. I like to have my own house, like my own property. Um, I'd like to not work anymore. That'd be super awesome. Uh, you're a little, you're a little young for that. That's more. That's a that's a that's a real dream. Uh, <laughs> that's out there. Out there. Um, can I just be? Can old. I just be rich? Like yeah. starting tomorrow. Somebody just hand me a million dollars. Be like, go 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 nuts, man. Live your dream. Yeah, do what yeah. you want to do. I heard that's just happening to anybody these days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all it's all about knowing the right people, man. Mike Tyson says that the luckiest people he's ever met are also the hardest people he's ever hardest working people he's ever met. Harder you work, the luckier you get. Yeah. Well, what's the definition of so luck, Ryan? Luck is where opportunity meets prep meets preparation. So, like I said, like uh, the story that I think of a lot is like. Um, the story where uh, this guy prayed to win the lottery every day. Every day he played to win the lottery. He did it for Prayed him. or played? Prayed. To prayed win the and played because you no, can't no, no, win no. if you don't play. So he prayed every day for his entire life to win the lottery. He grows old. He dies. He never wins the lottery. He gets to heaven. The first thing he asks God is, God, I prayed every day to win the lottery. And God's like, yeah, but you never bought a fucking ticket. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's the way I look at it is I'll, Joe Rogan's never going to call me up or Dave Ramsey's never going to call me up. Mike Tyson's never going to call me up and be like, hey, take over, take over the fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's definitely not going to fucking call well, you now, you asshole. Listen, well, Tyson, that's, I love you. You're my idol. I fucking love well, you. Well, that's, that's one of the things to see, like... Uh, like with religion like any religion really I'm not gonna go specifically Christian but that's the one I understand so that's where I'm gonna start with like people ask God for like uh, please give me patience teach me to be a patient person and they give you opportunity he's not gonna make you patient he's gonna give you opportunities to be patient yep and that's you know God Allah Buddha Mohammed whoever that's they're not just gonna hand you your ticket. They're gonna go. Okay, well, here's an opportunity to learn that. Because mm-hmm. that's not how life works. You don't just does get God a handout. You, does God give you? God's patience? not just gonna does go. God give you the opportunity to be patient. Yeah, he's not gonna. Go, oh well, uh, if you're asking him for money, he's not gonna go. Oh well, you've been a good person, so I'm gonna find somebody to just drop a million dollars in your life. No, he's gonna go. Here's an opportunity to make some money. You just have to be like, like smart story, enough to see it and go. The, okay, here's my chance. Right, the story of the guy who was um, who was uh, his boat capsized and he was in the uh, in the water, and he's like, "God save me, I'm drowning." A boat comes up after he finished his prayer. And he's like, "Hey, do you need help?" And the guy's like, "No, no, no, God's gonna save me." The boat's like, "Okay, whatever," and fucking leaves. Bigger boat comes up and he's like, "He's like, hey, do you need help?" And he's like. No, 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 God's going to save me. The boat's like, uh, well, you're fucking stupid, and leaves. And then another boat comes up, and it's like, like it's like a cruise ship. And they're like, hey, we're here to like get you. And he's like, no, 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 God will save me. So he drowns and dies because he turned all the boats down. Gets to heaven, and God's like, he's like, God. Like, why didn't you save me? And you God's like, like, I, I sent, sent three, three boats. Fucking, <laughs> three boats, you're dumb. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's like, you know, at a certain point, um, you die, live, and that's what I love about the United States of America is you live, for the most part, you live and die by your own sword. Yeah. If you, you well, yeah, and that's... Life because of and you, or you fail in this life because of you. 
like the a lot of the things that I've seen, um, it's like, God, okay, there's a point I was gonna make and I can't fucking remember it. Sponsored <laughs> uh, by Bullet Bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> drink no. responsibly. Oh god, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely can't remember it now. Yes, 100. percent Don't don't drink and drive. It's yeah. a bad idea. No, no, no. Yeah, no, okay, worry. that's, that's everybody, it. Everybody listening. It's like... Wait, just so everyone knows, there's a plan for everyone here to get home safely tonight. Nobody is driving <laughs> home drunk. It is going to be a good well, time. We all live within 500 yards of this house. All right, I got it. I remember. We all is a lot of people. Well, doesn't I know live. what I was trying Cold to say. can now. sleep on my couch, so that counts. <laughs> he can sleep in my hammock? So, um, uh, one of the um, people I was... I, uh, I, I think... Almost everybody knows who Joel Osteen is at this point. No, please enlighten me. He's like, he's he's a preacher that drives a Rolls Royce and a Ferrari. Yeah, but but past that, like the way he refuses people to come into his church when there's floods happening. Before all of that came to light, in my eyes, he was this motivational preacher. So motivated by money. But what he said, I'll I'll agree. A lot of it is like that. That's not right. But at the same time, he did. There were a few messages he put out there that were true, which is like, God doesn't work in a natural way. He's not going to give you an answer that you could think of yourself. It's supernatural. No, no matter what your God is, no you matter believe, who it you is, believe in God if it's, life? I believe in a higher power of some type. There is, there is somebody. Would you say you're a, that um, gave us a purpose? There's a reason we're here, and it's not agnostic. just. You believe in a higher power, which you don't know what it is. We're, we're uh, He's not no, agnostic. I'm not agnostic. Is that what agnostic means? No. Yeah. Well, agnostic. Means am, you believe what you see. I am my own life. form of Christian. I am not Bible thumper by the book. Go to church every wait, 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 Sunday, wait. Christian. Pre- I, pre- I shout out to Tom McDonald. You, you are Christian, but you don't walk with them. Who's Tom McDonald? Who the fuck you mean? Well, who's Tom McDonald? The guy who created McDonald's? No. Oh, no. Shut up. First of all, uh-huh. disrespect. I, Tom I, McDonald is is a, a is self-made I'm... rapper, which you know, take that for what it is, but he raps what he wants because he creates his own music, creates his own beats, creates his own videos. Nobody owns him. No no record label, no record company owns him. He can say whatever Canadian the hell he wants. professional wrestler? Yes, he was. He was at one point. He was a professional wrestler. Well, not professional, but I don't. I, I don't think so. At least he raised to pro- rose to prominence with the release of his song "White Boy." And his yes. Songs well, he he had way more numbers. songs before "White Boy." That's when it became popular. You're an ultra fan. Got I I hundred <laughs> percent an ultra fan. I've yet to buy any of his merch because I just haven't. But he is awesome, and that's what he says. He says like he's Christian. Like, he believes in God, but he doesn't. Only when he, it's convenient. Well, no, 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 no. People see the Bible as he a book of laws. He understands the morals like, behind it, but he doesn't go to church every Sunday. Like, I get from it. People who call themselves good Christians—that's what the Bible is a book of law. Like you, do, you do what the Bible says, and that's it, or else. I the way I see it is that's a guideline. That is that is a book of here. I'm going to give you a, a a way to live your life that is good, <laughs> and you can simple. either you Cold can either laughing. go by it or you can you ever, do your own thing. Have you ever thing. heard the phrase? Um, this is something I've heard from somebody before is that all religions like okay the grand scheme of what everything happens in in the world and in in life is is one picture. So imagine one picture is everything, but that picture has been shattered into pieces and every different religion is one piece of that bigger picture. Well yeah, it's a, it's so like Noah's ark because like, of that 
every religion has one piece of the picture. But for you to see the entire picture, you have to know about all the religions. Yeah. And I think that I think that organized religion is a good thing for most people. I think it's a good thing for most people. And I think that organized religion sets you up to learn principles. And I think if you boil down and concentrate everything that is of all the religions, they all have fantastic principles. But in most of those cases, you get people who are just batshit crazy who look at something and they go, oh, it says X, Y, Z, so therefore... Like they make some oh, yeah. it's like, accusation. It's like the argument you can make about if you went into the Old Testament and you want to talk about Leviticus. Like it says you can beat your slave within an inch of his life and as long as he doesn't die within three days, you're good to go. Uh, if he dies on the fourth that's day, in it's the not book. your problem. Colton, you're making that face. It's in the book. It's, apparently. It is in Leviticus. According to Bobert. You are you are allowed to do that. Like the rule of thumb. Shout out Bo Burnham. Yes, yes. Please. Rule of thumb. Rule of thumb. That uh, people don't know where that comes from, but as long as you was it, it's like beat your wife with a stick. Yeah, that's not as rule of thumb. Yeah. As long as it's not bigger than your thumb, you can beat the shit out of your wife with it. The width of the stick cannot be bigger than your thumb. Yes. Yeah, that's, and that's why I say it's not like it's not a law book. It's not Shout a. Out it's not a step by step guide on how to live your life. No, no, no. no you it, essentially what the Bible is what what. What it really is that I see it as is like it's a guidelines to like not be an asshole for yeah, the life you live. It's like, basically saying it, it, like, it boils down your to neighbor's wife. Don't the be simplest of, of shit. Like rules that we were guidelines. taught in like elementary schools, like treat others how you want to be treated. Like the the simplest lesson of all. Like literally, just it, if you don't want to be treated like you're some piece of shit asshole, then you should probably be nice to other people instead of being a fucking dick all the time. Yeah. You want people to be nice to you, be nice to people. So if anyone takes anything away from this podcast, it's just be it be a good person. Like like one of the things I take um, that I think about a lot in my relationship is if you had a daughter, how would you want a boy to treat your daughter? Yeah. And then treat the person you're dating like somebody that's dating your daughter. Yeah, because how at, you would treat, at the end of the day, that is somebody's daughter. Right. And like, like if you're going, it's rough because a lot of kids that are fresh out of high school, going into college, they don't understand things because they grew up thinking that, you know, they, they, they take these like sex ed courses where it's like, you're going to get herpes in the mouth, in your throat, and you have to go to the hospital to get fed through a tube. You know what I mean? But it's like, I don't know why they're... You're go, you go through high school, you learn a bunch of shit that means nothing to what you actually do, and then you you don't learn anything of any actual importance, and then you're you're supposed to resist all these urges, and you're supposed to wait to have sex until you're married, and then you're going to... It's just... There's just yeah, a but whole I, bunch I, of things... I think the issue it. arises where it, it goes from being like, oh, this is how I'm supposed to live, and then they go, well, but everybody else isn't doing that and they should be so like i'm gonna look down on others because yeah yeah i'm gonna make a stink and tell them that how stupid they are because they're not doing the same thing i'm doing because this is what i believe right and that's not right everybody should be able to allowed to believe what they want to believe and if it doesn't align with you then don't fucking talk to that person you have every right to just walk away well also you literally don't have to do anything you don't want to do the beauty in life comes from having people with differing opinions and still being able to find common ground. That's the beautiful part of this podcast is like, I've not had one person on this podcast that I 100% agree with on everything. Yeah. That's the beautiful part about it is I get to learn what I 
should take away from them that's positive and then if there's any negative things that I should take away from it and go hey this is what they did that happened to them and if I did the same things it probably end up the same way that's the beautiful part about becoming an adult is because you get to look at what happens around you and you get to make decisions upon the experiences you've had and the more experiences you've had through other people and the more experience you've had through yourself the more you can learn from it so my biggest thought is the more people I can talk to and have these kind of conversations with and open conversations where it's like we talk about stuff like, you know, Cody didn't learn about finances from his parents. You know what I mean? Like, and that's not uncommon. That is a very common thing. I didn't learn finances from my parents until like now I can talk with my parents about finances, but it's like, it's not something I was taught. You weren't taught that either. No, the only thing uh, growing up, only financial advice I got was Save your money. You might want to buy something bigger later. And I didn't know what that meant. I got $5. I'm 12 years old. Let's go buy some and candy. I want a PS2. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I watch you buy stuff all the time. I want to see what it's like to buy something myself. Exactly. Like, you know, it, it, don't and, tell me to save it because I want to spend but it. But by talking to, to your friends and to people that have experienced more life than you or have done different choices that you've done, you get to learn an incredible amount of value from that. And that's what I take away from this this podcast is the fact that, first of all, it's so weird that more than just the, the people that are in this room will talk to me uh, on a actual microphone is insane. Like the fact that I've had, this is what, going to be the 26th, 27th episode? I mean, granted, both you guys have been on before, but I've had a bunch of other people who aren't you guys on here, and that just blows my brain. And I'm like, that that's... I get to learn experiences from all those people. You know, one of the things mm-hmm. that I talk about before the podcast is say, hey, you know, what do you not want to talk about? And we bring up stuff and we're like, hey, this is something I don't want to be shared to the general yeah. public. And, you know, like everything else is fair game. You know, like there's like when I, you know, had my grandpa on and there's like stuff he didn't want to talk about. You know what I mean? Like that's cool that he doesn't want to talk about this at another time, but everything else we get to learn so much. I mean, I didn't realize that my grandpa smoked corn silk. I didn't realize that. I don't even know what corn silk was until that day. Mm-hmm. Colton sat here and listened to it too, and I'm sure he was just as confused as I was. We got to hear his hunting stories about like the bear that he hunted with, like, or I'm sorry, that he was he was in a tree stand and it was dark thirty. Which Cody, you know what dark thirty is? Yeah, thirty minutes I, after the sunset, and a bear walks up and he's like getting ready to get out of his tree stand. And he goes, "Oh shit, there's a bear. I don't want to get down right now." <laughs> For sure, you know what I mean. And he doesn't have a sidearm. He's only got his bow. That's a that's, scary time. That's why you always carry a sidearm when you're hunting. Yes. Anybody mm-hmm. listening who wants to go hunting, sidearm is a must, period. Yes. Better to have it not needed than need it not have it. That is 100%. With, with hunting, we take a bunch of tools that most of the, 95% of the time we don't need. We, we pack things that we don't touch until we get out of the truck at the house and we unpack. But yes. if you had a blowout or you needed a tool or you needed your sidearm for some situation, whether it's a snake, a bear, or a fuck. Cody always brings his ratchet set. You never know what's going <laughs> to blow up on a vehicle because we, we go, what, four hours away? It's, it's 200 miles there and 200 miles back. Yes. And we leave on a Friday after work, come back on a Sunday. And most times. 99.9% of the time, we do not need a single thing that I bring that's extra. And yet, but I, the, the I one will. one time that you do, it'll be there. And I you won't have to go, ex- fuck, I wish I brought that. Yep. Fuck, I, I, I well, wish, like, I wish we like, could go four hours home so I could have brought that with me. It's like bringing four flashlights. Why do you bring so many? You bring a spotlight, you bring a headlamp, you bring you know regular flashlight. Why? why? Well, it's because if one dies and you need a light, you got a light. Yeah, because over time, 
those things did happen and you didn't have those tools and it was that situation where you're like fuck i wish i had that yeah yep and so now in your brain you're going oh well that might not it's not going to happen every time but it's happened before so it could happen well hell i don't want to be stuck in the fucking dirt when, when you and i went hunting and i shot a pig and it was just me and you and we had all of our gear we had a shit ton of gear but we realized we like we forgot to bring gloves to skin an animal you can do it with no gloves, but you're 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 adding you're adding an added risk. We start skinning a, a well pig. only only with pigs, which is trigonosis, but I'm pretty sure it's eradicated in the wild. I don't know 100 percent, but that's what I regardless. But we didn't have a fresh supply of water with us besides like bottled water, which yes, is not good which enough. Causes an issue as well. Thank right. God there was a creek. Right, but we're we're literally dipping a five gallon bucket into a flowing creek of brown water. Well, if it's flowing, it's not nasty. That's just. Right. If it was stagnant yeah. water, we'd have a different yes. conversation. Cody, but Cody has his master's degree in bro science. So no, I have I have my master's degrees in not fucking dying. And if water flows ninety nine percent of the time, it's it's good to go. Relatively. Like, relatively. Well, unless it's flowing out like a chemical and, plant. And and we cook the Fuck pig. Teflon, by the way. We cook the pig fully. But regardless, like we well, don't you don't raw. How the how nerve how nerve wracked were you that night? Because like we're, me and you both are just like we're skinning this pig at dark. And we're literally like, like you hear shit all around you. There's bobcats out there. There's potentially like gators. Well, no, the, the biggest thing out there is bears because there's a big black bear population up there. But uh, I mean, you, yes, there there are risks involved. There's a shit ton of alligators. Phone's vibrating. I apologize. Amazon delivery. Stay out of Washington. <laughs> <laughs> but no, there, there's definitely risks out there. Yeah, but I mean. Would you trade the risk for the reward of the of the enjoyment of hunting? I mean, I know it's not everybody's thing. It definitely, like some people don't we believe in it. Si- and this like thing, you said thing. earlier, we keep sidearms on us. We were skinning a pig. We had knives. We had lights all around us. And if you're a a bear or a bobcat and you see people moving around and stuff like that, you're you're gonna. Yeah, risk, be- you're believe it or not, most most animals don't just want to kill you. They're they're living their own lives. They're terrified of people. Yes, they're well, not necessarily terrified. They're living their own lives and stuff. But like, if you walk up on a bear. I would say majority of the time it's going to run away unless if it's a mother with cubs. And you're separating you're, it between you, the cubs. You are changing. No, not even. You can just walk up to a mother bear with cubs. She's going to defend her cubs with her life. Just like if you, uh, if you, like there's there's stories of women with their children doing crazy shit that makes no sense because they're trying to protect them or they're trying yeah, to yeah, save the them. The mother lifting the car off of her child. Like. Exactly. There's stories like that, and that's the same thing with the bear. People don't people don't grasp that that animals work in the same sense that humans do. They and and more so because they understand that they're the only protection for their children, and a cub to a mother to a mama bear is their child, and they're gonna do whatever it takes. That's why you watch those videos. They'll chase cars for fucking hundreds of yards when they drive too close to their cubs when they're on the road and they don't know what a road is but we do mm-hmm. but it's like out in the woods if i saw a cub my ass is running i'm gonna i will drop everything i am carrying and run the Some opposite the direction now well, except my sidearm i'll drop my long gun because it's just gonna weigh me down i'm not gonna use a rifle in a 10 yard combat with a bear i'm just praying i don't die and i'm trying to get back to my car so i can lock myself in it, it you know I, i'm not I am. I'm not going out there to hurt them. I'm not going out there to bother them. They're they are another predator, which when you're hunting, you're a predator, and the deer, the hogs, whatever we're hunting is prey. Like, you you just need to avoid other predators. I mean, there's stories of panthers and mountain lions and stuff. They hunt people when they go out to hunt. Yeah. Because they see you as a weak something they can take to eat, and you know. Until they catch that guacamole. Well, that's if they do. 
There's plenty of people who've been taken by animals. So this brings up the argument that a lot of gun people talk about. What's better, 45 caliber or 9 millimeter? Oh, Jesus Christ. And so, oh so bring and this and up. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like this. I'm going to leave the room because I'm not getting a word in no, no, from no, the Here, here come the hate 40, comments. No, no, no. I, I agree. So, so everyone listening, Cody prefers 45. I prefer nine. So no, no, let me, let me, let me. Oh, I guess I shouldn't say that on the podcast. Never mind. So Cody prefers forty-five. I prefer nine. It, but but we both agree on the same thing. Forty-five caliber is better than nine millimeter. But seventeen rounds of nine millimeter is better than ten rounds of forty-five. Well, the, the, well, the difference there is my my forty-five holds fourteen rounds. Does and it? you, yeah, it does okay. with the big mag in it. But do you keep the big mag. When I'm hunting, yes. And depending where I am around people, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, anybody who's trying to square yeah, well, no, So I mean, what they're saying is gun make bullet go boom. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes no, no, sometimes gun make more boom. Cares sometimes gun make pistol. less He'll boom. He'll fill the room full of smoke. All right. <laughs> All right. But, um, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? No, I think yeah. I'm good. I think we should wrap this up. It's only gonna get worse from here. So yeah. I apologize for anything we might have said that was offensive. It's just you know. This is this is just guys hanging out. This huh. has not been. If, no, I'm not if, trying to tell anybody go, to think anyway. Exactly. Based right. based upon my previous podcast, if you listen to this one and you may not agree with some of the things, this is just me and my absolute best friends. Anybody who's not in this room, I apologize. Whatever. <laughs> Don't. But but basically, this is just us hanging out. We had a couple of drinks. Um, I was really excited to have Wyatt on the podcast because um, back when it was hard for me in high school to find people to hang out with, these are the people that accepted me. And regardless of what I did, they were there for me. Like, uh, like you know, um, when, I, when I went to lunch in high school, it was like I hung out with some people that I wasn't exactly excited to have lunch with. And I was like, oh, well, my brother has lunch with these people. And if my if they like my brother, then they're probably pretty cool with me. And so I hung out with them, and they just accepted me a part of the group because they didn't care based upon anything. There was no metric except for can you have a good time and not be a fucking dick. And now I which we're still working on with Ryan. Which <laughs> now I sit across from the table from them. I have I am part of who I am because of being around these people, and I'm extremely grateful. Um, you know, sometimes we, we might say some shit we don't really mean around each other as, you know, just for the, the comedy relief of it. But they're my best fucking friends and uh, they're all going to be groomsmen at my wedding. So it's going to be a good time. I'm excited. I'm crying if nobody else is. I'm not crying. <laughs> you were crying when you had to do deadlifts earlier. Today, no, that was rough. That was rough. Especially since Ryan did two sets. See, that's why I just don't do them. Yes, yeah, yeah, you just don't work out yeah. at all, and you don't have to worry you, you about it. You avoid that yeah. completely. I feel you. Listen, Wyatt. When I lift heavy stone, bad voice in head go away. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I have found an easier solution to that. It's called alcohol. I don't know if you've ever done it. Curse if anybody out there is, very readily is in a good AA group, somebody call Wyatt. Wyatt Shelby <laughs> Allen. I, from Sh- his parents are from Shelbyville, Indiana. Illinois, you piece of shit. Illinois? I didn't realize that was a state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, don't. It's not Illinois. The fifteen people that is a silent are really for all of you out there upset. who can't pronounce fucking Illinois. It's Illinois. Them and their third grade education. Well, I mean Chicago. Chicago's there, so it's really not too. The only state I really want to go to, Arkansas. Nothing there. Corn? Exactly. That's Corn? Right. Can we get a hunting license? Went to Arkansas. I Arkansas nothing. Dude, dude, hold, 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 hold. please pull up um, Bryce Mitchell on Instagram or, or anything. Just pull him up on the internet. Just Bryce Mitchell. Do you guys know who Bryce Mitchell is? I have is? no idea who that is. Bryce Mitchell is probably one of my favorite humans in the world. Oh, he's the guy who wants the camo shorts. And Reebok. <laughs> and Reebok. It, the best UFC. Okay, UFC. If by the slim chance and the grace of God you're listening to this, somebody in the UFC, bring back the Thug Nasty video where he says, "And Reebok, and Reebok, I'm still waiting to get my camo shorts." <laughs> he is. He is an Arkansas native. His training regiment consists of cutting down pine trees with an axe. He's. His nickname is Thug Nasty, and he's bleach white. I love this man. He is hilarious. <laughs> he lives in like a shitty old trailer, and he will. He's like, what? Well, is he undefeated? Uh, Click on his Wikipedia. Uh, he beat the brakes off me, so that means something. Dude, he's a <laughs> savage. His name is Thug Nasty. When he's, yeah, he feel- lost once. He's six, six and one. No, five and one. Zero. But he lost by submission. Uh, that was oh, his amateur. amateur record. Oh, we don't count that. Cody, okay, you're, you're I, I'm, re- I'm reading the wrong side okay. of the page. 14 and 0 in his professional mixed martial arts record. He is hilarious, though. I, Somebody, I, yeah. for the love of God, get him camo shorts. He had camo <laughs> shorts. He had camo shorts. Oh, did he? Did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, like, thank Every God time you put a microphone in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. Because y'all said Arkansas wasn't worth a piss. <laughs> <laughs> He's so funny. He's so funny. <laughs> He's like, hey, Reebok! And they just stitched a bunch of videos of his post-fight wins. I together. love you, Joe Rogan! He's like, yeah, yeah. No, that was, uh, that was, uh, no, that was, uh, Sugar, uh, was Sugar Sean O'Malley. That was him. I that fucking love you, of, Joe Rogan! That reminds me of the one, uh, Bo Burnham special that he did. He, uh, he had a whole, like, uh, segment he made up for Hot Cheetos. And he's like, they're not sponsoring me. I'm just trying to get them to. <laughs> <laughs> so, so... So the um, the thing that uh, the the thing about Bryce Mitchell that cracks me up, or not Bryce? Who, where was I going? With that? Um, huh? What's this guy's name? Who are we talking about? Um, Sean O'Malley? No. MMA, UFC. Ah uh, shit! Where's it going? I had to read my text message that I got tonight. Just had to. I couldn't think about what I was thinking about. <sighs> Until next time. Oh, oh, Tom Segura, one of my favorite uh, stand-up comedy um, people, whatever. He's a comic. One of the favorite jokes he made was he was talking so much shit about Louisiana. <laughs> and then he's like, I would have never have said any of that had I known about Arkansas. He's like, Louisiana is the second worst state in the country. Like, just chop it off, but take Arkansas with it. Arkansas is the worst. It was, just, it was hilarious, the jokes he made about it. Because, like, he was almost, like, apologizing for it in a special. And he goes, because I found out about Arkansas. <laughs> it was just, it was funny. So, if you're from Arkansas and you're Bryce Mitchell, I love you. Everyone else, I don't know about you. I, would, so, I just want to know how many people in Louisiana were like, yeah, I didn't like that Tom Segura guy. But then he made that joke about Arkansas. And I was like, fuck it, I'm back on board. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Segura, unidentified savage. Have you seen the video of him? So they lowered a rim to like nine feet or ten feet, 
and they were doing a dunk contest between him and Burt Kreischer. Do you know who Burt Kreischer is? Yes, I know. Bert I'm Kreischer. the machine. Yeah. So him and Burt were doing like a, a live stream thing where they were like doing a dunk contest. Did you know what I'm talking about? No, I'm no a concept of this. Can you at please all. pull this up, Colton? No. We were supposed to end the podcast <laughs> like five minutes ago, but Ryan won't shut up. You can't spell five minutes. So I so in that video I Z So so in the video between Tom Segura and Bert Kreischer, Tom Segura goes to go for a dunk and you know how you like basically drive off of one foot. He went to go drive off of one foot, blew out something in his knee, missed the dunk completely, landed his arm, broke it basically blew out his left knee, or maybe it was his right knee. But basically, blew out the same knee and arm on the both sides. He just like he hit the ground and he looked like a parallelogram. He was just ridiculous. <laughs> like and Bert Kreischer walks up and is like, "Are you okay?" And you hear him just go, ah, ah, ah. "It was terrible." Watch the video; it's hilarious. He makes so much fun. He sells like T-shirts with his like silhouette of that on there. It's so funny. So it, hilarious. Um, Two Bears, One Cave, shout out. It's like one of the best podcasts. They just get on there. <laughs> we're they totally don't sponsor us, but we really want we're to. We're 100% not reaching for shout outs. We shout out like 12 things, it's maybe 15, it's but fun. like I on the off chance. If you need somebody to sponsor you, Ryan's spot, we would not be mad. Not be mad. Somehow we're adults. We'll sponsor you, whoever you are. No, no, no. No, no, Go back to what Wyatt was saying. Why I was saying sponsor somehow we're adults. Jeezy Pete. Well, I figured it was like a both ways street. Like we don't, we don't just say. The start some... of this podcast, Colton's not getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Colton, I'm you super. I'm sorry. Before me, I'm done. Colton, I'm super glad you have nothing better to do with your time yeah. or technology. Yeah. I retract what I said because if you sponsor the show, then we got to pay Colton, and that's not gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> no, if, if this po- if we ever made any money, like the exit video of this podcast, which. Shout out to that should be coming soon. <laughs> but the, the exit of the video should be coming soon. And in that exit, I talk about how we have a PayPal account. If you want to donate to the podcast, that money will be used to make the podcast better. So we'll get better equipment. We'll And pay me. No, 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 no. <laughs> we'll we'll finally be able to afford to put a finish on this better table. Equipment it is finished. First. We finished it. Better equipment. It's just a, it just doesn't we'll look like it. Well, uh, regardless, this is something. It's irregardless. <laughs> send your kids to private school so so they can learn vocabulary but regardless of that this podcast is it means the world to me thank you guys so much for doing this thank you for being here i know that if somebody doesn't show up or if i run out of people to come on even if i have to have 1100 episodes in a row with you guys on it it means the world to me thank you guys so much for supporting my addiction Happy to be here, man. Yeah, we'll come back for sure. I love you guys. I'm always here. Got you back. I support you 100%. <laughs> I love you guys so much. Thank you guys for doing this. Love you too, bud. Hello, everybody. This episode is over, but if you would like to support the podcast, you can head on over to the Instagram account to Somehow We're Adults and use the link in the bio to donate to the PayPal account there. All of the money that is donated will be used to make the podcast better. But either way, I'll keep it going. Make sure to follow the podcast where you listen to it for future episodes of Somehow We're Adults. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you all for listening, and I'll see you next time.